1: Oh, this is a good one. This one today. You're about to. I hope
0: we don't that. always say that. Like oh, if I listen to, to us. Yeah, no. If I listen to us regularly and every time This is a really podcast people, like, this is a really interesting. I mean, if we said right at the
1: beginning to someone who's just listening to this on the tube <laughs> or in a car, this is a shit one. This, this is, one. This is the really, really shit.
0: predictable
1: <laughs> shit. Uh,
0: <laughs> tr- In fact, turn off. Well, the thing is, often when we when we discuss what we want to discuss, one of us will be going, oh, I don't really know about what, I don't know what I'll say. Yeah. And then it surprises us and we get to the end of it. And we're like, oh, actually, I really enjoyed that. It made me think about it. And that's another one of those. Yeah, me it's
1: really get. nice making your po-face not look so po-faced. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
0: Hello, we've We've missed you for the last couple of weeks.
1: We've had a two week gap. Yeah,
0: sorry about that. I think I can call it a break.
1: A break, a breather. Yeah. Yeah. To create a sort of almost, I don't know, a sort of burning desire to hear us rant and moan (laughs) about another subject. (laughs) And to confess. And to confess. To confess. What are we confessing today,
0: Nads? Well, this was more your idea, wasn't it? You wanted to do this, mm. and I thought, yes, good idea, actually. <laughs> privacy yeah. and our children, and also it's a chance for us, because for the last oh, God, few podcasts, we haven't done much looking back to our childhood, which is a nice, is a nice thing to do sometimes, isn't it? And yeah. I think this one, this particular topic, privacy... It lends itself really well to that.
1: Well, I think one of the reasons I think looking back is really good. It's like making a documentary about a subject. You want to see why we why we're at where we are today, how we got here, how things have changed. And I think if you think about it, most parenting in all departments is a strange, curious combination and rejection of the ways in which we were parented. So there's a direct relevance to our parenting. You know, when we go on these little journeys back. You know, what we've experienced is going to inform how we do or don't do things with our kids. If you hear the dogs in the background suddenly lunging around with their, their claws, it's because they're trying to snap at flies. It's hot, it's sunny, and that, that noise in the background is so distracting. If you're listening on the tube. With really nice muffin earphones. Really, really
0: sorry, but really we still sorry. can't get into a studio due no. to um coronavirus. We all have our little yes. our little um challenges. So
1: I agree, I agree. I think looking back, looking back is always is always a good first starter. So in terms of privacy, what was privacy like for you? Did you feel that your mum and your dad respected your privacy? And by that I mean things like not coming into your room, checking your room, checking your, for diaries, asking you about everything, finding stuff out about you?
0: Well, my mum was... No, I grew up think, believing, actually, that my mum respected that and didn't look at things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a classic 70s upbringing, so there wasn't much privacy. See, where did I feel like my privacy was invaded? I suppose it was more, like, emotional... If you know what I mean, it was weird. Like, well, because like she wouldn't have gone rooting round in my room looking for a diary. Yeah. But she might have asked things in a way that I that I wouldn't ask our kids. Right. You know. So she might say something like, "Well, I mean, you know." Well, what do you think of those friends? Or what, why, why Why? Why would you have a friend like that? Questions that I wouldn't ask our children, that I felt at the time was my life and not something that should be invaded mm-hmm. or be asked about. So she could be a bit interfering... Judgment, judgy, judgy, maybe, and so that felt like an invasion right. of my privacy. It felt like judging, it a comment on you, a comment on me, yeah, mm-hmm. a comment. So it wasn't so much the physical side of things, i.e. looking for stuff? But yeah, the judgment felt made me feel like I didn't have privacy. It's yeah, really yeah, strange yeah. things. It's kind of looking into you. You know, where we're very, very mindful because we're very much 2020 parents, aren't we? And in fact, sometimes I think we do it way too much. We find a circuitous way to get into whatever question we want to ask. We go all around the houses Mm. so that our kids don't feel like we're just sort of bursting into their life and demanding Mm. answers on their life. Mm. Because I think a big part of being a grown up. Mm. You know, getting to be a grown-up is making mistakes, not not referring back to your parents for everything, not answering to everything. Yeah, I, I felt like I had to do a lot of answering
1: Right. to my parents. And that's now a fly, everyone. Uh, and would you answer them?
0: No, I was quite secretive. I was very secretive.
1: Right, OK. I mean, you've often said that you're quite a secretive person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, do you think that's why you are? Because, I mean, think about it. Priv- think privacy it- is inextricably entwined with secrecy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. I and I do think that, that and it wasn't just my mum, it was just the way people were brought up then. My yes. mum didn't stand out from anyone else's mum. Sure. It wasn't at it was just it was just the vibe of the time. Yeah. And I think it did make me secretive. I think I also had quite I had great family, I mean don't get me wrong, lots of cousins and aunties and uncles and everybody was in everybody's lives. Mm. But everybody was in everybody's lives. It's like I often say in some ways, I'm a professional oversharer. You know, I've been a loose woman for the last 20 years on and off. You know, we, we talk a lot on here and on our YouTube and Instagram. But actually, deep down, there is so much that I don't say. Hmm.
1: So you, about, don't like, you don't like being vulnerable.
0: I don't like being vulnerable. And I think that, I think when you are a child, I think when you're... That's why I think it's such a tricky thing, this, this balance with your children of... of of not invading their their privacy but also being enough in their life so you know what's going on. And I think I don't always succeed as that as a parent and I think sometimes I'm too hands-off and, you know, I've had conversations with the girls where they think, where they say, oh, you should have made me be a bit more like this or you should have forced me to do that. But I, I think because I have such a keen, I can remember so keenly that feeling of having to just do what, parents said that right. might have
1: been too much the other way so yeah. that's interesting so uh, it's an interesting topic because just as you're sitting there talking it gave me even more time to sort of pedal around the very different <coughs> paddle around the very different sort of uh types of privacy because i mean what you're talking about there was a sort of comment on your social life and perhaps who you were fraternizing with and who your friends with <laughs> <what kind> of <laughs>
0: fraternizing yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but i mean one of my fir- if when i think of the word privacy there are many different forms of it and I remember a real feeling of my privacy, not having my privacy, actually, mm. was around physical privacy. As a teenage boy, around about the age of 10 or 11, whenever I used to go down to my grandparents, and you know I'd be down there for most of the summer, well, all, all of the school holidays, um, there was no respect afforded to my physical privacy if I was having a bath, if mm. I was going to the loo, oh, no. around all that sort of stuff, my nan wanted no. to know everything. She wanted to know if I was what I was going to the loo to do. She <laughs> wanted to know if I was having a bath. She'd come in, and when you were at a certain age, you, oh you no, feel a real oh, that's sort a quite.
0: Of, I hadn't thought about. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. I felt a real Poofing sort of in the bath sense. Really. I
1: mean, I hadn't thought about it until you were talking because I was thinking, well, because your mum sounds very much like my nan when it comes to sort of just, She was very judgmental of my London life. She was always asking about my friends. You know, we're talking about the seventies, early eighties here, and so she was always kind of you know, wanting to sort of pass comment and judgment on the types of people that we were hanging out with. Some of it was looking out for me as well. Um, My mum, however...
0: So would she come in... So that's an interesting point about that, that... Coming into the bathroom. Oh, that right? was Amazon I mean, I think a lot of people, like the amount of, of of parents that say to me when I say Maddie's having a tattoo, well, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And what are you going to? Uh, that is an invasion of her privacy. She is yes. 80, eighty. I don't own that body because yeah. I gave birth to it. It's not. It's not my body. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can continue on with that, bursting into the bathroom because it's their baby. Mm. But it's. They're not your baby anymore. They no, go absolutely.
1: Out. And I think also there's the, the other part of this topic, which I hadn't thought about, too, is is the privacy that you should enact as a parent, too. For example, what I mean by that is, you know, I, I'm not, not going to go into too much lurid detail, but I remember being in the bath once when I was about 10. And I think my, you know what, possibly was, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what. Yeah, got you. Yeah. And my nan just walked in. And I just remember using all the bubble bath and phone to cover. And I remember being horrified, and I couldn't look at oh, it for that's ages. So awful. And I felt it was just like. And so there's that side of it, but then there's the other side of it where, when I flip back to then when I was with my mum for my school year, the privacy issues there were around her lack of privacy around her life. She wasn't mm. private enough if you know to me. Mm. So Did she give you privacy in your room, though, or would she come
0: in any time of day or no, night? No, 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 anyone would come in any time of, time of day. So um, I had a
1: constant sense that, that it wasn't really a protected space, no.
0: Would you, because obviously you're a writer, so so what about diaries and things like that? Would she look, or letters? You had a girlfriend very young, would she have...
1: Well, I mean, in my teenage years, yeah, in my teenage years, I did keep a diary, and it was a very saucy diary, actually, about me being <laughs> my first girlfriend. And I used to keep it under, I used to keep it in a drawer... By my bed, and I, you know, you know, I'd write about Jane and da-da-da-da, and, uh, and everything that was going on.
0: And I... But what, you... the details of what you were doing sexually?
1: Yeah, and also God, what... that spray.
2: I know. Like...
0: You wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, this is massive news. <laughs> I could not have done that. Right. I, nothing was going out of my head onto a piece of paper just in case somebody read it. No right, way. Right,
2: right, yeah.
0: Wow, you yeah, do, because they say that people that write those things want to be found out. Absolute
1: nonsense. I didn't want my mum's girlfriend to find it. Why That's didn't sure. you
0: publish it? Because I haven't got it. Bet I don't know that. where it is. I mean, I've oh, got God, somebody, someone's God
1: actually found it, and there's grubby <laughs> markings of this strange, Oops. spotty teenager. Um, but what I did in my room to have some privacy, I felt very, it was I felt very monitored as a teenager by my mum's.
0: And, and your your nan was very monitoring. Yeah, but monitoring a good word. Yeah,
1: yeah, monitored. That's a And really here's an example word. of that monitoring. I remember I used to, oh, you know, it was back in the 80s I had a mm. television in my room. There was a lot of I was a, I was an adolescent boy, guys. That's why there's a theme running through this and I'm sure parents of boys know this. And there used to be a series of films on Channel 4 late at night that had a red triangle in the corner because they were a bit erotic. But this was back in the Yeah, you didn't I most triangle. boys know about the red triangle films. And there was one particular film that had a tank passing through it with a dildo attached. And it was oh, like, my God, oh, my God, I didn't know we were going to end up talking about
0: dildos. Anyway,
1: so, no, so here's the thing. I had a t- and I had a tiny little portable TV in my room. They're talking about 83, 84, with an aerial that you used to... Do you remember back in the day, you'd have to hang out the window, attach it to a bit of metal, and then for some reason that sort of conducted yeah, it. Yeah. And then you'd get a bit of... And I'd see stuff. Well, I was watching this because, you know, I was a teenager. My mum's girlfriend would be in the end of the garden, t- tinkering with her motorbike. And she'd come in and she'd go, I can see you're awake. Oh. And I'd pretend I was asleep. I'd turn, I'd turn that the volume was right oh, down. She'd I can see the light of your telly from the end of the garden. Oh,
0: bloody hell. And I was like, I felt so
1: monitored. Oh. So what I did with all my diaries now was I booby-trapped my room. So I surrounded the drawer that my really explicit diary was in with uh, drawing pins, cellotech, all around the hidden handle. So if she went for it, she would really hurt herself and bleed all over. I mean, it was like a a studded drawer Uh, at one point I had a hammer on a cantilever above the door so if the door opened when I was at school and she was in because she did work shifts it would would at least fall on her head or hit her in the face so I booby trapped my room. Oh
0: my God! allowed the Goonies. Parents, be be warned. If yeah. you keep overstepping the line, you could end yeah. up booby trapped.
1: Now, of course, so that that was pre-tech and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I remember feeling monitored and and kind of you know, I didn't feel like I had my privacy and I had a tiny room in really a tiny house. It must really hard for you
0: because you didn't feel either. Particularly protected. No. So you were monitored without feeling protected. Yeah. Or safe. That. Yeah, I didn't understand. So it's, it's like two two horrible things yeah, at the same yeah. time. So I think wow.
1: all of this, all of these topics. So, so you know, physical privacy. I mean, I, I you know, for example, I, I you know. I think it's really important that as a dad, I've never been one of those dads to wander around with naked or I, I don't even wander around with my top off. I don't think it's right. I think it's my responsibility as a man to show decorum and show respect. The most they'll get is me dashing from one room to another in boxer shorts with a towel over me. I don't think it's fair on girls to see a bloke just what And a lot of men just wander around with No, their top off. I don't
0: know. It's funny you say that. I was having a conversation I was doing a live this morning where we were saying we're so hung up with that here in this country. It's just a body. Mm. We, we attach it... We we sexualize everybody, you know, in most other countries in the world, well, other European countries, nobody would think anything about being nude.
1: But sometimes we just... I think it's a bit too much. But we, are, parents what we are proudly running we around are. going, Oh, I've been naked in front of my kids. All the time. Well, it might have been nice for you, but yeah, it's, it's not always kid, nice. It's a bit shocking kid. when you're eating your Rice crispy seeing a great big penis lobbling around, isn't it? Oh God, but well, I don't know. I think well, that's a bit much. I mean, Well no, I know, but I mean, you know, this is this kind of naturist colonies. kind of oh, let's all get in touch with our bodies and da 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 da. I mean, I remember meeting one of my mum's other girlfriends, the first time I met her was in a kitchen and she was naked.
0: In your kitchen. In that's our terrible. kitchen.
1: She was naked in that kitchen, she looked at me, didn't make any attempt to cover herself. But we're talking seventy-seven, you know, different times. And she went, yeah. Would you like some toast? And I remember just looking cross-eyed. Going, yes, please. I ran off, ran. I think I ran. It makes me sad. No, no, no. But I mean, so privacy, I, I hadn't thought about the physical privacy as well. And so I, I, I didn't. Well, because
0: we, the only other thing really was in our time of growing up, obviously I'm much older than you, but it was similar because there was no tech. It was a diary.
2: Yeah.
0: It would be a diary. It would be letters. Right. And it would be are they going to pick up the extension upstairs and listen to oh. a phone call? Right. And everything else was just what was in your head, wasn't mm. it? So that's that's where the invasion of privacy... in and, and that's why there was probably a lot of demanding in those mm. days from parents, what was going on, what you're thinking, who you're yeah. seeing, what you're doing, because the only way they could do it was to ask you. Yeah. Whereas now, of course, it's so different with tech. Yeah. And, I mean, there are so many spying... There's so much spying tech now for parents to use yes. under the guise of keeping their kids safe. safe. And I think... I mean, most kids can work their way around this stuff anyway, but, I mean, you know, how often is it more about just keeping tabs because you want to know what's going on with them? Because, oh, my God, I mean, right from when they go to school, they stop telling you what's going Absolutely. on, don't they? Before they go to school, they tell you everything. And then they go to school, like, four or five years old, and then it's like, so what happened? Nothing. Do you remember when they're tiny, they start that. And and it's like we want more than anything in the world to just know what's going on in their head, but we don't have the right to know everything that's going on in their head.
1: We're going to look at a lot of people's comments and, you know, there, there are occasions when... If you're worried about your kid's behaviour, I mean the classic line to most parents, and I love this. When you look at any sort of website or self help book, or you're, you're worried about mental health issues, whatever, the, the, the sort of three things are: has your teenager suddenly stopped talking to you? Are they not coming out of their room? <laughs> Have their eating habits become erratic? Yes. And do they look p- yes. pale and All the bloody yes. time, all of them. Yes,
0: all of them. The, all of the bloody time. If that's Sometimes a I get. Sometimes I get really envious. I sent Mark the other day, it was just a silly like TikTok with this mum yeah. with a child that was probably about the same age as one of my kids and they were singing in the car and smiling into the camera and I sent it to Mark and I said am I a sad fuck that some part of me feels quite jealous that my kids there's
2: no way my kids would do
0: oh, this <laughs> and yes. do you remember you came back and you went no it would be nice which was such the right yeah, yeah. answer because I thought you were going to say of course it is yeah, you're No no sour. no I remember you sending
1: because... me that because uh, no I remember you sending me that and it, it was I deflated like a little like a hit balloon, I went.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> most kids actually are pasty, want to stay in their room, don't want to talk to you, don't want to tell they're you. Embarrassed really. by us, yeah, they're I mean, for a very long while, our kids were very open with us, and over the last couple of years, they don't say anything to us.
1: But uh, <laughs> this is the, well, this is the point that I want to sort of make. So the, the obvious areas of this conversation are, um, you know, if you have a concern and you know there's a diary and you know there's some evidence, do you go under? Under the bed, do you go looking, do you go hunting, do you go searching? It's a that's a, a yeah, that's so the, the ultimate a, yeah. dilemma, isn't it? It's the well, ultimate say, say, dilemma.
0: Say you suspect that your child is doing drugs. Yes.
1: You ask and can all I the have signs
0: are I'm there. Joking. <laughs> and all the signs are there.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that a time that is that that you, you you could sanction yourself to would, go looking in their room?
1: Or would you ever, if you knew that Maddie was going through a tricky time? And or have you ever? And you she's left her phone and the security number's not there and it's available, whatever. Would you ever look to see what's being said, I think Sometimes I would be too horrifying.
0: Well, that's another question, isn't it? Sometimes is it Therefore, do we put our hands over our eyes and our yeah. ears? You know, hear no evil, see no evil. I Can I just
1: qualify that? Not because I'm worried particularly about her, because I think we would all be worried yeah. about. No, all we're just saying, Maddie, because saying, Maddie's
0: yeah, involved yeah, yeah, yeah. in this podcast. But yeah. I remember years ago saying to my dad, I was really upset late at night, and I was wanting, and I'd had a couple of drinks. And he was saying to me, you know, what what, what is it, what is it that's upsetting you? And I, and I stopped dead in my trap and I said, Dad, do you really want to know? And he looked at me, I'll never forget this, and he said, no.
1: Oh, God, what was
0: it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: He said no. Wow. I think because in his heart of hearts he knew there was something really bad and... Or, or very upsetting, or I was very upset, and he, he just, in that moment, he just said no, and I, and I didn't understand that for years, and sometimes now I do, mm-hmm. you know with your two daughters and my our two and the four together, sometimes it's too much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, God, do I actually want to know the next drama? Have I... And this is being so honest here. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes I feel like I'm just going to buckle under the next incoming yeah. fucking painful to hear, whether your child's being bullied, whether they've been dumped, whether they've been whatever. It is... It is excruciatingly painful and you have to stay calm and you have to stay able and you have to stay strong and sometimes it's a lot Mm. and sometimes I prefer not to know.
1: Mm. I mean, I think, you know, yeah, you're right. Uh, I know what you mean and, and, you know, having been a parent since the age of 23, I'm going to confess right now, listener, I'm exhausted.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really exhausted no, no, no.
1: And, and, and in very different ways. You know, being a parent doesn't lessen if you're not the present carer for, say, my two eldest, Izzy and Fleur. It's m- m- compl- much more complicated in a very different way, not just for me. I'm not just talking about me. It's for the girls too and it presents all sorts of different yeah, problems for them. Less- and I have a really sort of um, almost, I'm going to use this term <laughs> choosedly, um, a bipolar situation with my kids in a sense because there's a whole different range of considerations and concerns and issues that I try to make myself aware of for my oldest girls that simply aren't there for the youngest because they've got their parents together. Do you know what I mean? And so there's all of that. And so you know, that issue of privacy, when I think of the privacy, say, of, of, of Izzy and Fleur, and I'm sure many absent parents, and unfortunately because of the way the stats are, it's usually absent dads, there's sometimes a real pressure on the absent parent to want to know as much as possible about yeah. their kids lives and so you will overstep the mark in asking yeah in you to, to ask all the time i used to, I used to feel, feel so
0: sorry for you because mm. and i know you know because you just wanted to know but yeah. of course the more you ask a child the less they want to tell you Yeah, but
1: interestingly the other one you know the flip of that. Is that I know that a lot of parents or mums, primarily, who allow their children to see their absent dads for access, also try to invade their children's privacy with mm. their dads. Yeah. They want to know everything yeah. that's gone on. They want to. There's a. There's oh, that's a, you like know, a whole separate
0: podcast we should do a podcast on yeah. that. Yeah, you that's know, really interesting. Respecting privacy yeah. in your
1: children from split homes is very hard because yeah. also at what point is it respecting privacy and at what other point, which Izzy will have felt or Flo will have felt? Well, look, you don't. I don't want you to know that. But that's because I
0: have to compartmentalise yeah. because it's how I manage. This situation exactly, exactly, so it's quite and 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 that's a lot, and, and managing situations, um, privacy has a lot to do with that. Yeah. So so we might think as parents that we need to go in hop nailing, looking into everything, so we can sort it all out. But sometimes, though, we we are actually delaying them from being able to manage their stuff. Mm. I remember a podcast we did all ages ago, and, and, and Carlitos spoke about that. And he said, you know, yes, we're in our rooms a lot, but you've got to understand we're trying to work out how to be an adult. Yes. You know, and, and it really stuck with me, that. Mm. And, you know, the other thing, when the when the teen psychologist said to me, they're having... Thousands of thoughts a day, if you're invading their yeah. privacy all the time by asking them, asking them, they're not working that shit out and you've yeah. got to do it so it's about hands you know hands off now d- d- curiosity killed the cat. so if you're just yeah. curious. I think you have to tie your hands behind your back and bite your lip. Well, I was going to say. Because if it's just about nosy curiousness, then that's not good for you or for them. Or control. control.
1: I mean, you know, and I think as a parent it's really hard because, again, where's the line between control and concern? And I think, you know, most parents are coming from a a well-meaning place to start with. And often we're coming from a place of fear. I mean, like, for example, let's imagine we had a child, totally non-communicative, seems to be demonstrating all sorts of weird issues around their eating patterns, is losing weight quite dramatically, mm. won't tell you anything. Mm. What do you do?
0: What I do think do? I think then I think then it's okay if you really believe that your child is in trouble, trouble yeah. with drugs i think that that's completely different thing. but i mean do you, you rinse the phone because, from them because, and
1: say let me look through the phone Let me.
0: The, well no no you can't rinse your phone off you can't you can't do that
1: because you'll did, lose all yeah. you'll lose all of the relationship they'll just you?
0: find a different way well, i just so well, when you for say me, it's, okay to
1: what, it's okay to what you're okay to what to
0: look around their room right, to try and right. gather some information yeah. i think so because part of
1: this came out of the idea the other day when and again we're stressing this was no there was nothing about this that was untoward but you you said you needed to get something from Maddie's room, and I remember she almost said, No, I don't want you going in my room. Now, that will be I remember Izzy saying that when she lived with us, mm. too. It's about there's, there's, I think it's easy as a parent mm. to mistake normal privacy. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. Because, for back, example, if I, I went never into Maddie's wardrobe in room. now and
1: filmed it, you'd be absolutely horrified. But you know, yeah, want to keep I never had
0: anything in my room. I mean, uh, for a while, there were some cigarettes, but yeah. I just I had a I had a horror of my mom going into my room, but yeah. like, there was nothing in there incriminating. No, no. and that's a really good point. Like, yeah. yeah, I did. I rang Maddie the other day. I said, "Have you got such and such?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "I don't want to go in your room because it's your room." She goes, "Yeah, that's good. I'll get Kiki to go into my yeah, room." Yeah. And I, because I remembered what it was like to be a teenager, and I think sometimes, that's one of the. That, uh, that's one of and god I'm sounding like I think I'm a good parent because I'm not because no. I'm shit <laughs> in loads of ways but one thing I do do is I try and put myself back in that place of when yeah. I was a teenager and that scary feeling of your mum going into your room even though there was nothing yeah, anyway no, was saying, real
1: yeah and I don't think you're saying you're a great mum I think it's just a really important distinction and listeners is to, is to know that not everything not every time your teenager is asking for privacy are they hiding drugs no. or <laughs> shipping people in or yeah. do you know what I mean it's not Always a sort of really dark, malevolent reason. No. I just want to say something else before we listen to comments, uh, read out some of the comments from our listeners. Um, we talked about tech with privacy, we've talked about room privacy, we've talked about physical privacy of the body and stuff like that. But I do think there's something else now. Like you said, there's real pressure for parents and there's pressure for kids because we have so much sort of means of communication so there's many more many more ways of potentially being able to intersect yeah. where people are at in their yeah. frame of mind but i also think something we've talked a lot about in a lot of our podcasts is the overuse almost or the overavailability. it's not that it's not important it is important because mental health is important but there's a there's a sort of lexicon of language isn't there now about our mental health and our well-being and mindfulness and all this kind of stuff Well, I think there's a new category of privacy that we sometimes, and I think we fall foul of this, where we sometimes run the risk of not respecting this enough with our kids. And that's, I think, psychological privacy. I think we all want to know what each other's feeling a little bit too much. And I think something that I know I do, I'm, I do. I'm, I'm with the a girls, bit
0: tired of it, always knowing what everyone's
1: feeling, if I'm honest. No, but we're kind of encouraged, aren't we? We're all supposed to be so in touch and we're all supposed to be so sort of perceptive about everything. And I think sometimes it can be really tough because as teenagers, they don't know what they're feeling half the time because they're still working, as you said, Colito mm. said, we're trying to work out what we're feeling. And I think when I look at our behaviour, I can be, for example, my my levels of concern can go up if I just notice a a slight adjustment in mood or tone and stuff like that. I'm I'm almost hypersensitive to signals and that, when I'm then asking, are you, how are you feeling today? Mm. I'm actually, that's another form of invading your privacy, oh, keep gosh, asking, absolutely. how are you feeling? How are you feeling?
0: Oh, you seem a bit strange. Yeah, oh, yeah. you seem a bit yeah. odd. That's what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah that, that, that privacy, is,
1: is, privacy is, is a difficult is, is one a difficult to respect. One. Yeah.
0: Because actually, like, when you talk about your nan being like that, that was your nan working out her anxiety on you, giving herself something to focus on. Mm. Oh, so what's he doing? When's he going? When's he having a poo? When's he going to the bar? Because actually, you're not dealing with the stuff that's going on in your own this head. This must have
1: gone into my psychology somewhere. She yeah. used to sit outside the loo when I went for number twos and she'd ask me when I'd done them. I
0: know, I know. And she'd ask I'm me what they looked like. It's a bit horrible. That's nice. Like but you, you, every single time when you I have a bath, that. you say to me, it's OK if I have a bath, and it just annoys me because I think... Why are you asking me that? It's up to you if you have a bath, but it's that early control.
1: Yeah, yeah, it It is. She had total control of the bath. Total control, so you
0: you don't even know you're doing it. It goes, all right, do you mind if I have a bath? Yeah. Why would I mind if you have a bath? Yeah, it's weird. I love people having a bath.
1: Okay, well, we're (laughs) going to read out some comments and uh, we're going to have a listen to Maddie and Carlitos. So let's hear from Carlitos first.
0: Mm hmm.
3: I think this depends on how private of a person you are and reflects from your personality and um, me myself I prefer to be very private when it comes to some things and open when it comes to others and um, like at college for example I keep my school life and my personal life very separated and um, it's almost as if my mind is like split in two and um, this allows me to leave any home issues at the gate and come into school and focus on my on my work and um the same the other way. So all of my school problems would be left at school just to be sure not to plague my home life. I think that's really good for my mental health. Um, but social media can also have negative impacts on our privacy. Um I see so many, so many people, all my friends that have open accounts, they would post the fact that they're at a restaurant and then attach the location which you can actually click on and see exactly where it is. I, I just don't like this and I would never ever do it myself. Um, I don't know, I guess I'm icky about that kind of stuff. I don't I don't like people knowing where I am in that exact moment and, and don't get me wrong, I, I know it's not like they'll come rushing over here but it's just Scary! What you can actually put into the world, Cause you you know, you never know who's watching. You know, social media definitely confuses our our privacy feelings. For example, you know, it gives us the feeling that we're communicating with a small group of people, um, our followers and our friends. But that's it. But if the account is open, then there's a strong possibility that. We're actually being followed by a much bigger circle of people. Um, Friends, friends of friends, and then friends of friends of friends, and then strangers. I don't let people in very easily. My trust has been broken a few times with people now, and this causes me to be very guarded with people I'm meeting for the first time. Um, I used to have a massive circle of people that I considered close friends, and... It just, it wasn't working for me, to be honest. Um, People started to break the trust, and so I had to eliminate. Um, I have lots and lots of friends and people that I call friends, but I have a small circle of close friends that I know I can share things with and and that they wouldn't go and tell anyone. Um, And I've had people talk about my business where they shouldn't be um, but I know these guys got my back and keep private things private um I think privacy when it comes to parents can be like a rocky road you know um I think um overall, parents can go in your room if it's necessary i think if they're just being nosy, however, it's a different story um I know Maddie, I don't know if she's mentioned it, but I know Maddie hates. Or doesn't really like it when Nadia goes in her room. And I guess I'm a little like that. And yes, parents own the house and everything. But I live here too. And this is my one room that I own. Um, and it's where I used to And of course I'm going to question when you walk into a room full of everything I own. Um, you know, not so much my parents own mine, but my brother. Now my brother, he gives me absolutely no privacy whatsoever. Um especially in my room. And I don't mean like brotherly love, he's wanting to come in and spend time with me because that never happens. You know, I mean I mean he would go into my room when I'm not there and take whatever he liked the look of back to his room. I would find all my things on his shelf. And it would it would it just annoy me so much. Like things like it started with little things like batteries. Like, for the remote that I had, I had my own set of batteries, and he'd take those. And then it went to deodorant, and then aftershave, and then shoes, and then clothes. He even had my lip balms at one point, which I was like, can't you just get your own lip balm? Um, you know, he had all of his own stuff, so I don't know why he needed to take my version of it. Um, any sweets or chocolate I had in my room would be goner, you know, he'd, they'd all be gone. Um, it got to the point where my parents even noticed, asked him to stop and he still didn't. So I decided to put a lock on my door and I hate having a lock on my door, but I just had to do it. Um, and not just any old lock, cause knowing me, I would definitely lose the key. So I got one of those push button locks, you know, like they have in office buildings, the chunky silver, ugly things. Um, and a sensor, so I get an alert when someone opens the door. I know it's stupid; it's so annoying, frustrating to help, But I literally have no other option. I didn't feel like my things were safe in there. Um, you know, the funny thing is though, if he'd asked me to borrow anything, I would have actually let him. So yeah, um, privacy is a bit of a funny one, I guess. Some things you don't mind, and some you do. I just prefer to be quite part- private in some aspects of my life and
0: quite open with others um, oh my god I'm sorry that was so funny of course we forgot about the responsibility that we have as parents to make sure that siblings respect each well, other's privacy ask, that's a really important point actually well there's a
1: couple of things there which are, I, I had a few sort of tam, t- came off a tangent a bit but actually what what Carly just was saying at the beginning there about privacy in general, it's, it's a curious one that I was sort of thinking at first, I was thinking, oh, I don't know if, if that's what I was thinking of in terms of privacy, mm. but there is the issue now the with, with tech, where <laughs> yeah. you, know, you have privacy options on all our smartphones, you know, there's smart uh, snap maps, isn't there, and all that. But kind what of does stuff. it all
0: mean? Do yeah. you really get privacy? I think that was well, interesting what he brought up. Well, there. I think, yeah, I think yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's less about the literalness of where it tells you yeah. you are at any time, because you could pick up that someone was at, at yeah. Westfield, but they posted it six hours ago. So you're not really there now, anyway. But I think there is something about. Your footprint and everyone being equipped with what you know and I remember. But also
0: blurring the lines because people start to believe that they have the right to know it. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. the that's the thing. And and maybe he stumbled upon something there that we should have thought about at the yeah. beginning of this conversation, in that that, you know, because there is this atmosphere of knowing everything and everyone sharing yeah. everything on social media that that blurs the lines everywhere
1: absolutely and i remember when maddie and you know maddie and kiki requested quite understandably and we supported them in this and we've enacted it you know they wanted a much lower profile virtually no profile on our youtube channel social media when they were talking about when maddie was talking about one of the reasons why she wanted to do that especially around you know when we were filming family holidays and that she said i too often now people because too often people come up to me and say well i saw that you were doing da-da-da. Well, I saw that you were... And it's dinner, not nice. And she mm-hmm. said, it's not nice being told that... Oh, well, what could, you could you not have done this? Or should you not have been there? Yeah. Or would you not? And so yeah. that's a different kind of privacy. Yeah. So that's a pressure, I imagine, for
2: teenagers. Yeah. But I it's I a very think.
0: important part of any privacy conversation yeah. that we have. And this is... In fact, I had a conversation with with Maddie about something around this yesterday. And I said, you know, the thing is, sometimes I, maybe as a mum, I lean too much on you and I lean too much on Kiki asking you about what's going on. But it's because, literally... We don't understand the world you're growing up in. No. In the way, I mean, we do a lot more than many parents yeah, yeah, because we're yeah. on social media. But yeah, what actually does privacy mean now? Yeah. It's got a completely yeah, different exactly. meaning. Yeah, sure,
1: so exactly. Thank you for that, colleague. Yeah. Also, yes, the Sport. sibling thing. Obviously, I didn't have siblings. Yes,
0: I was, so that was
1: what very wonderful. That was like
0: something out of Meet the Parents. It was. That was- um, yeah, there just f- wasn't any, you know, no. just everyone went into each other's cupboards, stole clothes, bites, pulling your hair, so falling down downstairs, screaming and shouting at each other. Yeah, yeah horrendous. Oh, right.
1: Okay, well, let's have a, li- <laughs> let's have a listen to uh, uh, Maddie's uh, commentary on this.
2: So, privacy is really important to me, and I would say most people my age. Um, and I, yeah, I do think that it's something that we don't get much of at all in this generation, just. Because of social media and our phones um yeah and just in general I think it's just quite hard to have privacy um yeah at at, at this age and I feel like also not not even just privacy in your own home and stuff like just privacy in what you say and what you do I just feel like there isn't any ever um and anything you say can be kind of used against you and I don't know I just feel like um the reason why so many people in this generation are so anxious anxious and stressed is because there's never that privacy and there's never that moment where you can just kind of say whatever you want to anyone because it can just be held against you and you know someone else might see it so it's just it's all of that kind of stuff and I think it can be really stressful for People, um, I know that I find it stressful. And, I mean, my parents are really good at um, respecting my privacy. Um, they don't really... Mum used to, but doesn't really, like... They, they never really come into my room. And, well, they don't come into my room and look through my stuff, which I'm so glad about. <laughs> I don't feel like... I just feel like it's such a weird thing that parents feel like they have this right to kind of just go into their child's room and, like, rummage through their stuff. It's, like, it's private, you know? Um... I think everybody should have that freedom to have their own privacy and just have some stuff that not everybody has to know. And I feel like it's really important as parents with with your kids at the moment to respect their privacy because they don't get any of it out in the real world or on social media or with their friends. So it's really important to let your kid have that privacy, at least at home, because they can't really get that anywhere else. Um, I also feel like COVID's really messed up the whole privacy thing as well because everybody's so in each other's business and telling everybody what to do and everybody's gotten so like just rude and angry and nosy and yeah, like like just getting into each other's business. So there's uh, the small amount of privacy that there was before COVID has gone now as well. Um, I used to feel a sense of freedom if I just wasn't on social media and I was just out with people in real life but now it doesn't even seem to be that because you'll be out with mates and then there'll be people just looking at you making you feel guilty and awful for (laughs) socialising who would have thought um so yeah I feel like there's a real lack of privacy uh in this generation at this age which is a shame because I feel like privacy is something that you really need at this age Uh, I think I tend to feel the lack of privacy more than some other people my age because of mum and dad being off the telly. There's so many things that I can't do or say um, because it will affect their image or something that my mates can. So I think I've always felt a real sense of not having my own privacy, Um, not necessarily with my parents, but just with the outside world and strangers, which in a way makes me feel more uncomfortable than if my parents were in my own private business, do you know what I mean? um but yeah I think it is quite scary the lack of privacy and just how everything is always being looked by by someone or could easily just be shared to so many people yeah and um yeah I feel like privacy is something I really respect and I really choose to respect other people's privacy because I know how much it annoys me when people don't respect mine um and I know very much that when I'm a parent I'm going to totally respect my child's privacy because I think if, also if you respect that your kid wants to have things that are private then they're more likely to come to you for stuff and they're more likely to be more open do you know what I mean, than if you're forcefully always getting into their business then they're just never going to talk to you and they're probably going to resent you so um, yeah, privacy is something I really respect but is definitely something that we lack in this generation um, just because of social media and phones, and also with COVID.
1: <laughs> wow, interesting. So, I mean, it's a sort of triumvirate of issues there for Maddie, which is obviously your profile, our profile, which kind of... And, and I understand what she means by that, because I remember when me and you first met, I noticed that just when we were out, there was... Because there's a privacy when you're out. There's an anonymity yeah, of being leveled. in the world, which I recognise yeah. you've not had since you were obviously in EastEnders. But um, that lack of anonymity, I've, I've found that very wearing at times. And of course, it's slightly shifting now because of course both of us have this sort of strange social media existence. Um, and in a weird way, what you're discovering as that changes over time is that that's almost more prevalent than TV. Do you know what I mean? It reaches a broader spectrum of people rather than just a sort of soap fan. Um, so she's got that, which I really recognise, and I think she manages and deals with very successfully. But I've seen, and we've seen firsthand, how she can be You know, attacked, and and it's not nice. And so she feels that when she says that about what her friends can do, if she wants to be provocative in a post, she can't be quite as easily without thinking, oh, Hmm. God, I'm going to get all this. And you
0: know, the thing is, when we were their age, we'd be down the pub and we'd say something stupid and it be forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you put it down, you send it out, you've got no idea. But also I think and it's all, yeah. who's going to who's going to listen to how it might come back at you 10 years down down the road.
1: And all these sort of motives and stuff like that. I mean, everyone is sort of posting stuff and and it's getting to the point now where I can imagine if I was a teenager you're not sure if you're in the back of shot when someone takes a group shot. If you're all on a yeah. common and uh, someone doesn't know you're there. you, that you know you're you're constantly being potentially Awful. monitored.
0: Surveillance,
1: surveillance. Yeah. yeah, I thought her point about COVID was so on point.
0: She she she's talked a lot about that over time. I mean, she's had people to spit to, at, spit at her, her, and, her um, and you know, last week she was on the common with you know there was eight nine kids. And these people, this person came and just stared at them and like, you're disgusting. Yeah. Well, excuse me, that person. Yeah. You're actually allowed more than that really amount think... of people outside at the yeah. moment. So who do you think you are?
1: Yeah, I'm not being disrespectful to people living in Tunbridge Wells, if you do. I'm sure you're not like this. But, you know, that old saying, you know, the angry from Tunbridge Wells. Mm. Um, you know what? I just think everyone just needs to shut the fuck just up and
0: do what, um, do, you're, do you're with just deal with your own business. Stop invading other people's
1: privacy. deal with your own business. Make sure your shit's straight, because everyone has done something a little bit wrong. And just mm. remember, these are youngsters out there trying to kind of cobble together some semblance of bloody normal adolescent existence. Um, so, yeah, I, I, and finally, before we look at some of the social media comments from you guys, I do think, as we do all these conversations, we have to kind of at some point acknowledge that, given technology... Given COVID, given the fact that really there's less distinction between generations, you know, we had that marked distinction. I was talking to my mum yesterday about something, but her generation, the baby boomers sort of sort of fight against the war generation, was always going to be a very marked moment, wasn't right. it, in parenting? And I think we just have to recognise that things aren't, that model's gone. That model mm. is no more. When we talk about our childhoods, okay, that is going to be something from the arc. We're all getting much closer yeah. in experience and in sort of senses of ourselves, whether as parents or as kids and what have you. So I think when she talks about privilege, it's about respect. It's about yeah, trying when to she all navigate together. Not, if
0: you don't, if you respect your young person's privacy, just hear yeah. respect yeah. because. That will then, it will then give you dividends. Absolutely. So uh, it was a really nice, clear bit of advice from a teenager yeah. to a parent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I, just on that note, yeah. I just think that, you know, if you're the kind of parent who subscribes to this old-fashioned idea of I'm the parent, I tell the rules, da, 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 I just think, I think you're going to get ever-diminishing returns in your relationship with your kid, mm-hmm. even as a grown-up. Here's some social media comments. This one I thought you'd really like, Nads. Um, both my parents are Arab, Palestinian, and it was always so normal for them to open mine and my siblings' letters. Oh. I think that's very typical with, in inverted commas, ethnic parents. No mm. such thing as privacy. Mm. I'm in my mid-twenties now, and I kind of agree with them now that I'm older. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's sort of mm. culturally,
0: mm. Maybe it's different. Oh, culture definitely areas. in different cultures. Um, I think it it comes as well from living much closer together. So I grew up in an Anglo-Arab family. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was a huge family and there was huge gatherings each week. So... It's not so much of a shock to me being known and people talking about what I think. Because that's how it was. Yeah. Something would happen in the family and then it would all pass around and everybody would dissect it and everyone would have well, to think about it? it and then everybody would say, say something about it. So that's just how I grew up. Oh, God, yeah.
1: And that's. I was
0: bred to be a loose woman. I was like in a breeding farm of loose I mean, women. <laughs> well, I think this
1: is a topic for how-to-stay man because your lack of privacy around so many things gets to me. I'm I, just,
0: I, can can I just never had any privacy.
1: Can we not share that with the world, right? at the top of our voice in the middle of a supermarket, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rue Ross, I did once read my teen daughter's diary as I was worried about her, and she is still pissed about it at 34.
0: Wow, those wounds cut deep. If you're going to do it, though I would advise you not to, do not admit to it. Lie oh your back God. teeth out, parents. If you've got caught, say it was an accident, say it fell into your hand, say the dog ate it, yeah. but never admit to it. Well, I did, I, I, I'm curious to
1: know how your team to found out. Yeah, she
0: probably told her. She probably said, oh, you know, know, when you were nine, I read your diary, don't do it. Don't yeah. ever admit Carrie, it.
1: Carrie Doherty says, snooping on children is important, especially when they just stop communicating, and mm. you are worried.
0: Mm, but snooping. snooping.
1: Snooping. Oh, are you really going to find out what you want to find out and care for what you do find out?
0: But uh, sometimes... Children write very dramatic things. I mean, I used to write very overly dramatic things and it wasn't really necessarily how I felt or what was happening. Yeah. So the problem with that is you could go snooping and find something written and react to that and actually it could be the histrionics of a teenager, of puberty.
1: Yeah. Life with Kim. My nan-in-law once came and sat on the loo and watched me shower. This was not OK. Yeah, I. well, you've heard me talk about the similar things in the past. Yeah.
0: to be Uh, careful
1: around that Laura found out my mum was reading my diary so I got a diary app on my computer and used that Cheryl no never trust is one of the most important things to have with our children I agree Uh, again someone else here saying yes if it's a safety matter SJ Porter it's about how do you distinguish between how do you make that judgement between concern and therefore you know sanctioning invasion of privacy I
0: think if you think if you suspect that your child has drugs in their room I think that is sanctioned don't you think
1: yeah yeah I think so FJFLAA. yes but only in the interest of their their safety I Mm. did it once and felt terrible but it was necessary
0: Mm. Mm. Uh,
1: try to give them as much as possible privacy but in today's world I have to give them keep them safe so if that means that I have to look at their phone then that's what I'll do
0: Anonymous. Lots of people will regularly ask to look through their child's phone. Do they? But what I would say to you parents, be careful with that because they're so smart, these kids. They can hide everything. And as Maddie says, they, lots of kids have a burner phone. So they have a second phone in case their phone's going to be taken off them, you know, confiscated or looked through. Yeah. They have separate um, social media accounts. So, yeah, just be warned. <laughs> because it might lull you into a false sense of security you might go oh well I've checked all their phone and everything's fine you know and you might stop looking or stop inquiring or stop you know communicating with your child if you have a worry and actually there might be a whole other stuff a load of stuff going on somewhere else. so I think it, as Maddie says it's far better to let your child believe that you have trust between you yeah, yeah, yeah. because then they will trust to come to you if they are struggling or they've got themselves in a pickle.
1: I like this one, Emma Staple. Hi, Emma. It was the other way around at our house. My mum had an alarm on her door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: that. Emma. Um, Asima says, my daughter knows I can check her phone when I want. Only do it if I notice a change in her. However, um, Debbie says I crept up to my fortune Can I just ask one school.
0: thing though? So if your child knows that at any point you can check their phone, like. If I put myself in, into the position of a teenager and I know that my mum at any point, any point at all, can ask to see my phone, I am going to make damn sure that there is nothing incriminating on my phone. Mm. Yes, so, exactly. let me give you a really extreme example. So, say we're all going to a party on Saturday night and... Um, and everyone's arranging to get some booze or some spliff or whatever, I'm going to say, well, listen, can somebody else do it on their phone? There's no way I'm going to do it on my phone because my mum can pick my phone up at any point and check it. It's a false uh, gold. You're it's false a false gold. gold. Yeah, false gold it's yeah. a false paradise. Yeah, yeah. But if it makes you feel better, yeah. well, then, OK.
1: Yeah, It's like looking for evidence of, of, of an affair, but if someone's having an affair, they're going to delete the messages anyway. Do you remember what was that drama that we saw where it was the fact that there were no messages to this person that get, it was the giveaway. Yeah. yeah it been deleted. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for evidence in what you don't find as much as what you find. Mm. Uh, Debbie says, I crept up to my 14-year-old son's bedroom to scare him and it was me that got a shock and had to creep away. Oh, my God. Oh, dear me, Debbie. Oh, Debs. Uh, <laughs> Reenie says, uh, No way in hell, the only way I've found out certain things about a daughter is to snoop. I hate being lied to when I know something's going
0: on. Okay, so that's quite an interesting thing. Are we? Do we have the right to know every time something's going on? I would say categorically, no. No, because they're not our property. No, no, exactly. And and you know, before you know it, they'll be eighteen, and they will not have to. You will not have the right to know a single thing. So you know, I was having a big conversation with my daughter yesterday, and I said, I'm trying to do a very difficult thing at the moment, which is find a way to move from being your mum to being your friend that you can reach out to without fear of me being cross or like a friend would ask me. And, you know, you can't suddenly do that, 18, unless you've been building something slowly, but at the same time hopefully guiding them and putting boundaries in, that you can just let that fall away as they're coming towards 18, 19, 20... You have to have done the groundwork beforehand. Absolutely.
1: Um, Charity Shop Monster says, I'm 19. My dad sees online privacy as akin to respecting a diary. He has never checked internet history. And that's an interesting one, internet history, because it's there, it's available, especially on a computer. Um, It's a very... Neat way. I mean, for example, if I had a concern about a child's behaviour around drugs or uh, mental health, suicide ideation, which we've been discussing a lot in this household around bipolar because of my diagnosis, and things like that, you know, you would want to look for evidence of, of that in, mm. in the history, in the mm. internet history of a computer. And I think it's kind of an indirect way, but interesting that even Charity Shop's dad saw that as an invasion of someone's privacy.
0: I wouldn't um, check somebody's internet history. Would you not? No, uh, no, this no. I just again for me it just feels wrong. Right. It feels even I if would, you
1: are not, even if you are worried.
0: Oh, I just think you've got to keep trying to talk to them and trying to find yeah. out. And it's and God, you know, I fail on a daily basis of being able to, to communicate in the way that I want to my children. But I'm not going to stop. And I just think. I think just shortcuts are short term. So what do you do? You know, you go, you find something. I mean, I look, I'm sure you do, we look up all sorts of things. You might see something, oh, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, a suicide or something. You might might look that up and see what's that. Again, it could lead you down a road that's actually the wrong road.
1: Well, I was thinking the other day when I was in the middle of my terrible place and uh, I was... Uh, about a week before, I've been looking up the subject because we've been discussing it for a documentary years ago about suicide watches—people mm. whose job it is to suicide watch mm. people, not just in prisons, but all sorts of different places, cliff sides, places like that, bridges in Japan. Uh, and I thought, when I was in the middle of my place, and I thought, my God, if Nadia went to yeah. my phone now and saw suicide exactly. watchers...
0: Exactly, so You
1: wouldn't have thought documentary. You'd have thought, how's he going to avoid someone who's watching for soon? So
3: it's exactly. A so
0: I would have looked at yeah. your internet. I would have not had the communication with you because I would have thought, oh, my God. how yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd have been ringing psychiatrists. Uh, uh, uh. I'd have probably had a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I've and, and, and gone down yeah. the wrong road. A good
1: point. This is, a, this is a, a, astonishing, this one, anonymous. My mum has the iPhone, excuse my stomach, haven't I haven't had breakfast. Anonymous, my mum has the iPhone tracker app. It tracks me all the time, <gasps> but I'm 24 and I'm getting married. Oh, my
0: God, let go, Mama, let yeah, go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and great. that's it, yeah, so, I mean, you know, and there's And many, we've got many so, more. Many more. so
0: many more. I mean, this really did fire you up, so thank you yeah. for getting in touch. Um, yeah, that was a really interesting chat.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to go upstairs. Uh, I'm going to go into my office and I'm going to put a lock on the door.
0: Because <laughs> I want
1: a little bit more privacy. Can we start with
0: dog. one in the bathroom? I would love one on the bathroom That's true door. Right. Not Both bathroom doors. Yeah, and it's really lock. annoying. Yeah, okay. on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta-da!